Elon Musk launched his car into space. Revolutionary. Revolutionary. We're lucky to be alive at the same time as this man. Overrated. I, I'm with. I, 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 I am with Luke. He is overrated. <laughs> Thank you. Somebody else is with me on this. I just okay. I don't know if you guys heard, so I'll I'll re re explain it. He launched a rocket into the orbit of Mars, and the three thrusters came back to Earth in reusable form. Well, one of them didn't. Yeah, one of the, one, they were supposed to. Two of them made it, and one crashed into the ocean. But that's unheard of. Like, to be able to reuse them, that was their second use, too. And they're coming back for more. That's crazy. That's true. Except those two yacht rockets, they're not meant to be reused again. So, because they updated the models. So, apparently, that was just a proof of concept. But he proved he could do it. Do something that's never been done before and will change the space race forever. That's true. The space race has been dead for, like, 20 years. He's reigniting it. Oh, that's what The you space have. race but, okay. is back. This but is one of the most exciting times. That's a hot take. We finally get to live through his face. Okay, wait, wait. Before before you get that hot take out, who is racing with him? Other private companies. He's the first one. Bezos has his own private company trying to get to Mars. I know some other people do. I don't. I don't remember oh, all their names. I know if, Bezos for sure. And Elon Musk has beat him, but they're still gonna try. They're still gonna try oh, wait, to wait, wait. on Mars. So you're you're saying I didn't know Bezos has a company that's trying this. Bezos, yeah, he does. He bought one. It's uh, oh, well, it's billionaires making... NASA's not trying anymore. I think they're trying to get back into it, but it's not a government-led space race anymore like it used to be. Now it's private space race, and it's going to be so exciting because everyone can do what they want. Do you think that's good or bad, privatized space? I think or it's do you exciting. Think it public? It's probably bad, but I think it's very exciting. Like... Because I'm always torn about these kind of things. Because it's like, it seems like innovation happens faster in privatized industries. But at the same time, it's like something should be public, you know? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot less bureaucracy in private companies. But there's also, I feel like a lot of things need to be under public control. I don't know if space is one of them yet, but I'm inclined to believe that it is. Yeah. Man, I wonder, stupid copyright, I really want, like, the Star Trek theme in this podcast, like, right now <laughs> as we're talking, you know, space, yeah, the final frontier. Knocking on our door. <laughs> I, yeah, I know for a fact. Luke, are you in on uh, Star Trek and all that? I'm not gonna lie, haven't seen that Star Wars or Lord of the Rings. Oh, oh my man. god. It's really a shame. I it know. wasn't that I, bad till you got to Lord I understand how bad it is, I'm fully aware. Oh but man, I feel so like... I- now oh, I'm man. just that guy that hasn't seen it, so I'm just gonna maintain that stance the rest of my now, life. Now we're we're not gonna we're not gonna continue this podcast long as if you haven't seen Lord <laughs> of the Rings. <laughs> Good thing the movies are three hours each, so we'll be back in around ten. <laughs> yeah, you guys are in college; you can do that kind of stuff. That is true. I just I don't I I feel like it is no point anymore. I'm too late. I feel like that's something you should live. You know, you should experience when you're younger. That's no, crazy. Just... People who are like, I don't know, people will grow up not seeing Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter. That's just wild to me. That's that's That blows my mind. <laughs> I was actually Wait. talking to someone uh, earlier today who didn't know what AOL or AIM was. And How old were they? That's the thing, like one, two years max younger than me. And AOL was a thing, though, when we were a kid. Okay, 
They, they hold up. I don't know how they guys, guys, it. guys, hold up. Russell Westbrook has come into the stadium wearing a chain necklace, a tucked in red shirt, and a fanny pack. I mean, fanny packs are in. Yeah, you know fanny about, packs are definitely in. Have the you movie. seen the Dat Stick video? No. Dude, I'm. I'm oh, you haven't? Oh, college. my God. Logan. What is it called? You haven't seen You've seen it. Rich Chigga, Dat Stick. Dat Stick. Oh, oh my God. What is it called? Logan, Dat- don't tell me you don't know who Rich Chigga is. Wait. Don't you dare tell me that. Is that the Asian dude? He is Asian, yeah. And he does that really offensive music video? It's not. It's How is funny. it offensive? You're thinking of something else. Yeah, you're you're thinking of something else. It's not racially but motivated. While you uh, enlighten yourself with this dad stick video, I want to go ahead and come out and say, Rich Chick, well, now known as Rich Brian, dropped an album last Friday, and I know a lot of people out there aren't going to give it a listen, <laughs> but I just want to be one to say that it's actually a good album. If if I convince anyone to go listen to it, uh, I hope you do listen to it. It's actually Wait, a good album. Do you, you guys think not, we so? Should we have a pod reviewing the album, song by song? Dude, what was the other one you said? You also said Jaden Smith's album was Jaden really Smith's good. album was good. Sire, that's a good album. Dude, you gotta just start your own thing of like people that are unanimously known as shitty, but you feel See, like okay, they're dropping Rich, good Rich music. Rich Brian's not known as shitty, he's known as a meme rapper, a which joke. is unfair. Okay, because, I know, okay, I know exactly was, what that stick is. By the way. Yeah, it's pretty famous. I was surprised you hadn't. I think this, you're but... the you're the one who showed it to me in the first place, like recently. <laughs> uh, it's not surprising. I love Rich Chiga, but <laughs> I think this new album, it's like it's mature. It's what you would expect as like a second or third album. Now, I'm not gonna say it's a ten out of ten. Not even gonna say it's a nine out of ten. But I'm saying it's a solid seven or eight out of ten, and I it think, deserves a listen. I think when you begin your career as a joke. You have to understand that we are then, from there on out, going to take you as a joke. That's why I'm saying once you listen to this new album, you realize that he's not he's no longer a joke, and his new album is actually good. Does he talk about the fanny packs? He Whoa. doesn't. He do- Whoa. It's, so, it's good stuff. I don't stuff. know if I'm here for this. So, to be <laughs> fair, Miley Cyrus started out as a joke, and now people somewhat take her seriously. No one takes Miley Cyrus seriously. Well, more seriously than they used to when she was on the Disney Channel. I mean, uh, don't get me started on. I hate how Miley Cyrus got to this point. She appropriated <laughs> yeah, hip hop culture to, to uh, get herself to be taken more Black seriously. Wait, which Cyrus. is what? Yeah, what is this now? I think you guys need to, to go in on this. This is a good oh, take serious? for our podcast. Podcast. She dipped her foot into hip hop. Just so that people would see her as like a presence, she spammed the fuck out of black people's style and was wearing. J- she had, do you remember the song Jays on My Feet? This is when it started. This is when it became a big deal. 23. 23. 23, yeah. When she did the song with Juicy J. That's when all black people realized that she was trying to bite our shit. It's, she's not the first one to do it. A lot no. of people. Uh, Post Malone did it too. Yeah, Post Malone's a, probably the biggest offender since Miley Cyrus. But I, I know a lot of Disney stars do it. Like. Because they, they grow up on a kid's show, people realize, or people don't take them seriously at first, and then they open their music career, and they want to be taken seriously, they want to be viewed as adults, and so they try to appropriate hip-hop culture, black culture, Miley Cyrus did it with 23, Ariana Grande did it a couple times, not as big, so I still kind of like Ariana Grande, she didn't do it as badly, 
Selena Gomez did it a bit. Not too bad. And let's but... be honest. It hurts more when they're white. That's true. That's true. Okay. Okay. So, 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 so I want to get your guys' thoughts on this. So, and for those who don't know, listening, uh, our podcast, there's one white dude, one brown dude, and one black dude. So, we're, we're an even distribution of, uh, of, of opinions here. So, as the white guy in the podcast, I'm just going to get your thoughts here. What do you think about the fact that they want to be taken seriously so they try to appropriate hip-hop music? Because, you know, back in like the 80s and stuff, when you know, Ice Cube and, and N.W.A. were coming up and all that kind of stuff, that would, you would never want to appropriate that to look serious. So what do you guys think about that? I think it's shitty anytime you take someone else's culture that you are in no way a part of and you use it for your own personal gain. Hip-hop is shitty to me. Hip-hop is a lot different than it was in the Ice Cube era, too. People want to be associated with hip-hop now. And to use it to your advantage when you're actually... Like, Post Malone's not a hip-hop artist. He sings over hip-hop. Yeah, he croons in his terrible voice. And (laughs) Miley Cyrus is not a hip-hop artist. She made, like, a few hip-hop songs, and now she's making Malibu, which was pure pop. And her last album was pure pop. Over some hip hop beats, which also I didn't like, but when you use it to your advantage, I think that's when you cross the line. You can you can dip your toes in, you can experiment. That's not the problem. It's when you use it to your advantage blatantly. Okay. I was looking for some education there, so. And I mean, it is something that a lot of people don't understand. Like I uh, I know a common thing with white people is like it's just music, but it's really not because they don't understand the way black people cling to hip hop and rap is because it was one of the things that we had when it comes up in the eighties, nineties. It was something that was ours, and it feels like the further and further we go into time, the more and more it's being taken. I'm not gonna say like we have a problem with sharing hip hop, but when the other races come and take something that you identify with as a part of your culture, you know you hate to see it, and it's gonna hurt every time you see a Post Malone sing he can't even sing but he sings over beats and does collabs with rappers strictly for views and money so it's just i mean it's something i'm never gonna ride with so is there is there a way for an artist to go about um you know let's just say they're really inspired by this like where you what do you guys like put eminem at or something like that Eminem is different because Eminem started off his career with black people brought up by black people and he's his own rapper Eminem focuses on lyrical content I don't even think Eminem tries to be black he tries to be Eminem yeah he did not steal hip-hop style his style of rap is completely different yeah and I think you can do it in ways that aren't like uh Calvin Harris's last album was actually it wasn't like purely it was a lot of funk but there was there were some hip-hop beats some hip-hop focus he had uh, Amigos on that song but he didn't he didn't really take advantage of it to be viewed a different way. He was just trying to make good music, and you could you can tell when people are trying to yeah. But okay, wait, 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 they wait, wait. A lot of things about what they do. So you'll see them wearing hip hop clothes. They'll be wearing the J's. They'll wear the chains. They'll get the grill. This dude Post Malone wears grills and has <laughs> two braids with tattoos all over his body. It's just fucking annoying. Didn't Calvin Harris change his DJ name to sound more black? I've always known him as yeah, Calvin Harris. What is his name? No, no, that's his name. That's his like DJ name, I think. I think. Let's see. Because um, yeah, uh, someone was telling me about that. Because that's like that's why like I like some of Calvin Harris's beats, but I, like I heard that and I was just like, wow, I didn't even realize. 
Um, I have heard he's kind of a douche, but I didn't know there was anything his, involved. His, with his real name. His, his real name is Adam Richard Wiles. Did he not always go by Calvin Harris? Or? Did he used to go by Adam? DJ Adam? Uh, Wiles on the beat? <laughs> Dude, Wiles on the beat actually sounds pretty cool. That's not bad. Yeah, that's, that's, that kind of flows. pretty nice. Um, because uh, that's when the problem starts. When you enter your career as something else, and then you convert to try to bite hip-hop culture. That's when people have issues. So this is that was the yeah, problem th- with Miley. This is his direct quote. He said, My first single is more of a soul track, and I thought Calvin Harris sounded a bit more racially ambiguous. I thought God. people might not know if I was black or not. After that, I was stuck with it. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's not... I don't know. Maybe I'm underreacting. That's not... Logan, did you know that my name is Luke because my father didn't want people to know if I was black or not when I applied for jobs? I did not. That is why I'm named Luke. Pretty good strategy, honestly. My middle name is Kashan, so it fucks it up, but still... You don't have to put your middle name on job apps. I mean, they've they've done those studies that prove that that's a difference. It definitely is. He was smart to do it. I'll give my son like a Josh or a Chris. For the love (laughs) of God, don't give him Josh. Calvin. I won't name him Chad. He'll never be Chad. That's a pretty, that's a douchey name. Never met a stand-up guy named (laughs) Chad. Yeah, Hey, Chad Kroger, the Nickelback lead singer, you're not going to call him a stand-up guy? I hate Nickelback so much. I Nickelback is very bad. So I no, that was just I was just giving you guys a lob pitch there. (laughs) (laughs) I hate them so much. I think they're the most hated band in history. Is Coldplay not up there for y'all too? (laughs) Coldplay does get a lot of hate, but a lot of people love Coldplay. The Nickelback stands are in the shadows because they're hated (laughs) so much. They refuse to come out. (laughs) But. Yes, honest. I'll be honest. Like I didn't know what Post Malone looked like until you guys were mentioning him, and I just looked him up. It's so bad, dude. That's bad. He's a disgrace to music. It's pretty disgusting what he's doing. But I mean, that's why. Uh, what? What? Which song is that? That track? The uh, I think it's God. I can't remember the J Cole track where he mentions that that kind of stuff. That appropriation of the culture. Oh yeah, yeah. The Macklemore and Ryan Lewis. Yeah, yeah. That that one was that man. Um, 2014. I didn't appreciate how he called out Eminem in that same line, but yeah, Eminem is not the same thing. Eminem is Eminem. He's his own staple in hip hop. So what do you, what do yeah, you? When you grow up in eight mi- over eight mile and <laughs> yeah. you make your own style, he didn't really. I don't know. I I think Eminem gets the pass. Yeah, it's not a pass. It is just a fact. Yeah, <laughs> not it's not a pass. What did you guys? What do you guys think of Justin Timberlake? I mean, see, okay, this is the thing though. When Justin Timberlake features on hip hoppy songs, you'll see a lot of times where he's singing. So like, if when I hear Justin Timberlake on Dead and Gone, I'm not gonna say he's appropriating black culture because he's singing while Ti raps, or if he's on Holy Grail and he's singing, it's not a Justin Timberlake is trying to act black. He is just doing Justin Timberlake. And he can really dance. That's not him trying to act black. He actually is pretty good at that. He's all right. And you can like you can be influenced by the culture. You can be influenced by the music. And I don't think he used that to an unfair advantage. Yeah. And like 
like Sexy Back's beat was inspired by hip hop music, but I don't think he did that to for his benefit. He just did it to make good music. And he's consistently been a pop artist. Miley Cyrus tried to cross over. That was her goal. So I mean, okay, because I know like I think Justin Timberlake is a great example of how not to cross the line. If we're being yeah. honest, yeah, <laughs> he treaded it. But <laughs> he's on the right side. Because I mean, I know like I, I like I just read that he can be a little divisive, and like his halftime performance recently, there were some people who were for it, and there were some who weren't. A lot of because of the Prince thing, but um. I, was just no, I didn't understand all the hate. I thought it was a. Uh... I know a lot of hate was because he played the song that Janet Jackson exposed yeah. herself to. But you know, it's what like eleven years later. You can't ban a song. From, <clears throat> yeah, I but I mean, I think there was a little bit of an overreaction to that. But I, Do y'all understand the Prince thing? I didn't find it to be insulting. Yeah, so, it was kind of a cool looking tribute. So, so <laughs> I've just... I've got the Prince thing because I I looked into that. So okay, just to give you guys so. The Janet Jackson thing, so essentially some people are angry because JT never came out like in defense of Janet, and so it was kind of like, he's just kind of ran away when he could have used his influence to help her career, and so it's more of just like a disproportionate power balance, so her career tanked after that, while his was relatively unscathed, so some people are bitter about that, so I mean, it's okay if it's in there, but to make that your first song, that was kind of bad. Um... But then the Prince tribute, so Prince is from Minnesota, and he was a Jehovah's Witness, and he firmly said that he never wants a hologram of his likeness to be like be around once he's dead, to like sing along with, and he never wants one of his songs to be played over while someone does a duet with it or sings over it. Um, those are two things he said when he was alive. And so the Prince Estate, who's just out for his money, C444 with the Jay-Z track, um, but... Uh, so the Prince Estate approved it somewhat. So that little banner with Prince on there. Um, and then JT, he didn't just let Prince sing his song. He sang over it with like a duet, which is something that Prince specifically said he didn't want. And apparently Prince didn't like JT and had publicly come out against him. <laughs> and so that was another thing. People were like, well, this man didn't even fuck with you. And you're over here like doing something against his death wishes. And so that was something that people weren't about either. So that was kind of what that was it. I understand, man. If he did specifically say, don't do it, okay, yeah, for it. But I thought it was more of like a thing where he was honoring Prince than disrespecting Prince. But that's my personal take. That's what I thought, too. I had to I had to look that up to find that out. So yeah. There was no hologram, was there? It was just a song. It was the, it was the image. Yeah, it was, a, it was an image, but it was also yeah. the fact that he sang over it and that Prince didn't like JT. I guess I can see where some of the hate came from. People were shitting on the performance. I don't mean to transition right out of the social debate, but people were just shitting on the performance. And as we watched it live, we were like, yeah, that was all right. I, I, thought, mean, it was, I thought it was a good performance. He brought out a lot of cro- crowd-pleasing songs. I was entertained. Yeah, the, the song selection was pretty nice. I honestly liked the uh, staged audience. Like, it was so much better than a real one. <laughs> that kid with the selfie blew up. Dude, within five minutes, he was a meme. Yeah, that was. That was the, who is Justin Timberlake's pretty funny. That's yeah. the best one. Or like, that we were all saying the same thing at my Super Bowl, like where my Super Bowl gathering I was at. We were like, this kid looks like he's totally lost. Like he doesn't know how to take a selfie. I'm like, this is a millennial who doesn't know how to take a <laughs> selfie. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, 
I don't know how much Justin Timberlake he's heard either. Maybe suit and tie. Holy grail. But okay, but like you're going to the Super Bowl, you know the halftime artist. You're not going to throw on a few tracks before that? <laughs> Probably not. I mean, you got to think, if you are... I don't know exactly the kid's age. Say he's like 12. He is not exactly downloading albums when Justin Timberlake was in his prime, so... I mean, I understand the confusion. I'm honestly pretty surprised he had his own phone. They get younger and younger with their own phone these Dude, days. my cousin got a phone at 10 years of age. That's I have never with. seen such. You aren't even in middle school yet. When did you guys get your she? first phones? Eighth grade? I got a flipping ninth smartphone in 11th. Man, both of you beat me. I got a, I got a flip in 8th grade, and my first smartphone I bought myself my senior year of college. Oh Fuck. my god! Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, Christ. yeah. My Nexus 6P. That's my first smartphone I've ever had. It's pretty impressive, honestly. No, I, I've always wanted to go back to the dumb phone. I don't understand why. You don't. I, there's just, <laughs> there's just too like. If I miss an email now, like it's my fault, and things like that. Yeah. Like you, you have to have a smartphone now. Do GPS? You're gonna get a GPS yeah. system for your. Uh, Car? I, don't I don't like how it's mandatory, but I, it's kind of hard to avoid at this point. So, okay, so speaking of that kind of stuff, so I don't know if you guys know this as a thing, but um, back when I first got my flip phone, uh, that was eighth grade, so then Twitter was just coming out. So you signed up for Twitter, and instead of, you know, there's an app for Twitter, because I was around, like, eighth grade, I think, was when the first iPhone came out when I was then. Yeah, that's 2008. So I signed up for Twitter, and you, they would send you texts of tweets from people that you followed. <laughs> and you would, like, crazy. yeah, you would text back on your phone, like, at so-and-so or something. It was ridiculous. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I remember I got on Twitter first on the computer. I thought it was only a computer thing. <laughs> no, you could get it texted, too. That's why, like, I quit Twitter for, like, forever, because I was like, man, I hate getting all these text messages. Yeah, that would be kind of annoying. <laughs> so... Yeah, I don't know if you guys knew that was a thing or not. I did not. You're yeah, showing your age. <laughs> <laughs> I used it on the computer a couple of years after it came out, though. That was my But yeah, back to experience. that. Who did you meet who didn't know what AOL was? Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Just one of my uh, classmates. She, I don't know, because one of uh By the way, Al, the Horford, Al Horford just stroked a beautiful three-pointer. I just thought you guys should know. What does he have? Three, two, and one? Yeah, continue, Monin. I just wanted to point out a great thing that Al Horford did. But yeah, so three, two, one. <laughs> but um, so one of the co-founders of AOL was involved with UT for some reason. I forget. I don't know. He was doing something, and then Al Horford just, just had an emphatic block. <laughs> <laughs> so it's now three, two, one, and one. Three, two, one, and one. So that's pretty good style line. All-star level. Anyways, so AOL involved with UT. Yeah, that's basically how it came up. That was that was the whole story. <laughs> Damn, dude, that's an anticlimactic story. Yeah, not gonna lie, you set it up like it was gonna be better than it was. <laughs> that is so bad that I think even to Luke, the Al Horford three was more climactic. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's a shocker. It's just crazy how didn't they uh they just shut down AIM this year, right? Yeah, that was sad. And <laughs> people already don't know what it is. What were your aim handles? I don't remember mine. It was probably something super cringy. 
I already know mine was OG Luke 15. <laughs> That's actually not that bad. Yeah, um, they, they get a lot cringier. I was big on being an OG in the <laughs> in my young years. Are you still not big on being an OG? Dude, being a gangster is not cool anymore. <laughs> you know everyone at UT probably thinks you came from a gang when you say you're from Memphis. Probably do. And because of my skin pigmentation. No, they don't have to know where he's from. It's just a quick glance. Dude, when I was in like elementary, when Gucci Man was selling drugs and T.I. was T.I., it was so cool to be an OG. Everybody was like, I want to be a gangster. Jeezy was Jeezy. Now you got Young Thug, Lil Uzi, the Migos running around here. It's just not the same anymore. Did you OG s- doesn't hold the same value. Did you see all those free meeks when the Philadelphia won the Super Bowl? Yeah, dude. People are. They do need to free meek. Yeah, on they're. On the free meek. They need to free meek so he can come out against Drake and Drake can throw out some more diss tracks about him. That's not called for. Why you gotta bring the Drake thing? I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad. Dreams and nightmares got some come up because that's a really good song. Yeah, same. And I, I'm gonna come out and say I'm not a huge Meek fan. I don't like how he yells on every song, but it fit on that song. I just yeah, I don't like his voice at all. Like maybe that's a personal preference, but like, I just I'm just not feeling him. I think he's a certain type of rapper. So, like, Meek Mill is an aggressive battle rapper. That's, that's his roots. And, to his credit, and I I love this when rappers do this, he has not sold out. He is the same Meek Mill as when he started. So, I'm not going to criticize the dude for being true to himself. I guess he could come out with a singy pop song. But, I mean, he's just going to keep being Meek. Sure, you can, you can blame Meek for a lot, but selling out is not one of them. He's real. Speaking of speaking of sellouts and stuff like that, you know who you know which rapper I love you just mentioned? T.I. man. I oh, love yeah, that man. T.I. is great. Speaking of sellouts? Yeah, are, are you going at T.I.? You doing the thing where you hate post-jail T.I.? No, 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 no. I love all T.I. Some people accuse him of selling out. I'll defend him to the death. Like, man, I love that guy. I like all T.I. too. T.I. is the king of Atlanta. So. Did you know, like... King of the South. Yeah, exactly. But, well, see, like, he, you say he's king of the South, but then Louisiana's in the South, and Lil Wayne's definitely king of Louisiana. Lil Wayne is a better rapper than T.I. T.I. is the king of the South. Did you, uh, did you guys see the Bruno Mars tweet that since the Super Bowl, Super, Super Bowl is in Atlanta, that they should have an Atlanta hip-hop tribute halftime performance with, uh... Who do you say? I know T.I., Gucci Mane, Outkast. Uh, future? But, I don't know if he said Future, but... <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> I think this is more like older stuff. Do you guys think a hip-hop routine will make it on there? I feel like it couldn't be a T.I. Future I don't, type thing. I think, uh, yeah, I don't think the Super Bowl will allow it, but yeah, it'd be it dope if it happened. Atlanta would be the spot for it, though. The thing yeah. is, the crowds there aren't exactly... Uh, indicative of the city you're in it's not gonna be a lot of black people from atlanta at the super bowl so i guess we'll see but i don't know if it ever happens because the nfl is the no fun league so they prefer as little controversy as possible i'll be honest though if i heard that lineup was coming out for halftime i'd almost buy a super bowl ticket to see that concert i don't care about the game that'd be a hell of a concert yeah it's really impressive they got ti and three stacks out of retirement yes the ti three stacks gucci main um yeah, I think mean, they could throw in future there. I know there are other Atlanta rappers we're forgetting about. I mean, there's a shit ton oh, of new ones, Atlanta but Atlanta I think rappers. I think they were talking about more like the, the OGs, the oh, okay. OG Atlantas. 
I mean, you know they throw Migos out there. Regardless, they'll probably do that next year. Uh, that would get them the so most bad. views, but... The, you know uh, something bad would happen if they let Migos out on public television. Uh, it wouldn't be an Atlanta hip-hop tribute anymore. It'd just be... A rap concert. Yeah. <laughs> I don't feel like... I See, I, the Migos aren't even like a hard group, but I still feel like they're too hard for the Super Bowl. I don't know if they let it happen. Yeah, but it's the it's the NFL. They're bound to screw things up somehow. But they have been so anti any drama. Yeah, they hate rap. They they hate it so much. They went uh in 2011. Everyone almost wanted the throne at the halftime uh performance. They weren't gonna do it. Man, that would have been because because they knew every performance after that would never match up. <laughs> they just knew Kanye was bound to pull some shit. That's really why, if we're being honest. Those ratings would have been through the roof. You can never trust Kanye to just do his job and then go away. He was going to do something. You got it. No, that is Kanye's job. The ratings are through the roof. Hell yeah, because you know it's about to be some shit. That is Kanye's job to do some shit. Yeah, that's what he does. He excels in drama. I'm just waiting for his grand return. It is going to be wild. Okay, okay. What what do you think? Like, If you had to place a bet that he's actually going to release an album this year, what would you say it is? Oh, I wouldn't bet on it, but chances chances zero to a hundred. Thirty. I mean, the year is young. Yeah, I'll give him. I'll give him twenty thirty. That's the thing with dudes like that that have solidified their legacy. It is hard for them to just jump up and do shit. And Kanye is a known perfectionist. He's not just gonna put out some shit. So I mean, I don't know if yeah, I know he's not in a rush, but but it's we'll been see. a while. Like on his album yeah. release cycle, it's been like so long. I am starving. <laughs> okay, you were starving the minute St. Paolo was actually finished. <laughs> as soon as he listened to it, when's the next album coming? <laughs> you actually true, got a real treat because he kept fixing St. Paolo. Yeah, that was great to keep up with. <laughs> now you're ready for some new uh, material. Yeah, I just, I, I am, I'm starving. I don't know if I'm telling you, like, the motivation could not still be. What more is there to try? You know, Kanye likes to jump around and do different shit. I wonder what's next, though. But we like, all. What is the next project? We always say that until he comes out with the next project. Yeah, he'll find something. I, I don't guess know. maybe he's looking right now. Maybe. I don't know. What is the next area to be explored? Yeah, he's got a. He got soul sampling. He got EDM. Rock. He got rock, orchestra. The next, I guess the next country? album is a, a stripped down. Oh, like <laughs> a oh, country, no, a no, country no, no. Kanye. Don't do that, Luke. <laughs> no, the next, the I'm next, the next avenue is a stripped down Kanye. Uh, we already got Jesus. Yeah, but I mean that was still that wasn't stripped down. Oh, that was that was very minimalist production. I don't know if you're. What do you mean by stripped down? I don't know, like a so I mean like Jesus with like a. I'm more just like a, uh, like more so in the pattern of Jay Z's four four four, I guess. So more so like the leader, the listener actually knows that Kanye's talking about his life. Oh, so you mean like early Kanye? I think he's talked about his life. College dropout, graduation no, type he, shit. Yeah, I mean, if you're thinking like the unified sound, like No ID did with four forty four, and you want Kanye to be the only producer. I mean, I think that'd be great, but I don't think he'll do it. Kanye's known for being, like, the mastermind, where he can get a ton of voices, a ton of producers in one room and perfect them all to like, his sound. Yeah, no, exactly. But, I mean, that would be the one thing he's yet to do then, you know? 
Yeah, if he had an album where he was the only producer, it would be, it'd be very interesting. Like it'd he's be great, the, but... but like the album where he's the only producer, he's the, he he like because I know he writes most of his songs, um, or some of his songs. Like he, like no features, no features, oh, just I don't him. See that. But mm. you gotta admit that's something he's not done before. That is not I the mean, type of rapper. He could definitely pull it off, but I don't know, dude. That's not what he does. He makes. Great I don't know, man. He, he's just had how many feet? He had Kid Cudi on Guilt Trip. Uh, uh, what's that African dude who yells? Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Dude, I think god, I forgot his name. Uh, he does it a lot. Is it Skepta? No, it's not Skepta. Oh man, it's gonna bother. I was about to say you're the one we count on for this kind of knowledge. <laughs> Like if if you don't know you 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 can't count on us. I just don't know if Kanye is that type of rapper where he wants to do anything by himself. His collaborative work is so good. It is. You're yeah, right. He is. That's what he the does. Best at that. When this man brings people together, you already know it's a hit. It's like no question. So I don't know. I like. I mean, yes, but Kanye also likes to do different things. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, usually you can count on Kanye doing some shit that you hadn't seen him do. So Assassin, we'll Assassin see. is who I was thinking of. I think whatever he does next will be great. But of course, you think, <laughs> I would assume. You do. I wish he would hurry up and get it out. But yeah, but like you have to We're like drought because like a lot of stuff has happened in his life, you know. Because like Kim got robbed, he canceled his tour. Allegedly, Kim got robbed. Kim definitely got robbed. You do not know that. I don't think she got robbed. But think about how she's changed after that. Like, Kim got robbed. Kim is still a hoe. She's still hoeing herself on Instagram. What you, she hasn't changed anything. Yeah, she saw her titty the other week. It was out. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to say I that think I, Kim got robbed. I, I'm not going to say that it didn't pop up on my Instagram feed. But, uh. <laughs> you know, you searched it. A lot has happened. He's had, what, two more kids yeah. since Life of Pablo? Yeah, kids. exactly. No, I, no, one more, one more. He had Saint at that time. But. Yeah. Yeah, so he's yeah. had another he's kid. Said Saints of Baby, yeah, I ain't worried about him. Yeah, so he's he's had another uh, kid. Kim definitely got robbed. You know, they had a sur they had a yeah. surrogate because Kim had problems. He had mental problems. Like, this is built up to be like what it could yeah, be a like breakdown. He did but, have a mental breakdown. Like, think about all this to get together could be like a stripped down one producer. This is Kanye, man. This has been shit. Like, you guys are shitting on me, kind of an album because he's ramped up production with Saint Saint. Life of Pablo, in my opinion, um, the sound of Life what do you of Pablo. Mean by he's ramped up production. Like the Life of Pablo was a very uh, uh, musically intriguing album. Like, yeah, he explored a lot of avenues, and like just uh, he strips it More all back and just raps about. Eight oh eights was More diverse. Eight oh eights took it a place rap had not gone yet, so. 808s went super deep into one style that was never done before, but Life of Pablo explored a lot. It was like a little bit of everything. I'm telling you about this country album. I feel it. It would be. He's never uh, done. I don't, has, what is a, is, is Young Thug the staple for a successful country album? Is that the one you can count on? Easy Breezy Beautiful Thugger Girls. I like that album. Great, great album, but. 
Man. Yes, he is the staple. I can't think of any yeah, other. I'm trying ones. to think of another good one. I, I Nelly did some stuff, but that was terrible. But Nelly, no, that doesn't count. That Nelly Florida Georgia Line one was a disgrace to music. Yeah, but people people loved it. Arrested. <laughs> Who loved it? Not black people. <laughs> ripped up and down for that. Yeah, but he he la- he laughed all the way to the bank because that was like a top forty hit. All the. All the- <laughs> Listen, you want to sell out? You can take your money. Me and the rest of black people are just gonna rip you for the rest of your career and remind you that you sold. So it's fine. Do what you gotta do. Uh, get your checks, but that's pretty fucking shitty of him. Hey, he got pulled over in my hometown of Cookville, Tennessee, for uh, a drug charge. So yeah, he was on tour with the uh, Florida Georgia Line. You should have went back for him. Yeah, I mean, I, honestly, they definitely profiled the hell out of his bus. Like my town's like thirty thousand people. They profiled the hell out of that, <laughs> but they def they found like cocaine, meth, like a golden yeah, gun. Yeah, he had a lot of drugs. And, I, and I'm just like, man, you know you're about to be profiled rolling through small Tennessee towns, man. Calm down, you know. I never got the unregistered gun. I feel like they can afford them. And how does he get pinned with it? Somebody got to take the fall, right? I right, mean, exactly. You know he's gonna post your bail. You know, like pay for that lawyer. It's about what I expect from Nelly. <laughs> Dude, okay, back in the early 2000s, though, Nelly had a, he had a great run. Yeah, before he sold. Dude, <laughs> Nelly, Nelly Time was one... Oh, man, that album was Country Grammar. Oh, man. Country Grammar broke so many records. Dude, isn't that like triple platinum now? It's more than that. It's, it's diamond. It's something it's diamond. something ridiculous. All it was I... number one for so many weeks. Man... So I remember listening to the song Country Grammar when I was in, uh, God, what was I in? Kindergarten. And I'd listen to it on the way to school. <laughs> and then, like, because I lived in Jackson, Tennessee at that point, And I went to, I was, me and my sister, it was two white kids and that was it in the school. Uh, we went to, like, the poor, like, the more, the, the poorer section of school. And I'd listen to the song in the mornings and I'd be pumped. And then I listened to it when I was older. I'm like, God damn, how did I listen to that when I was younger? <laughs> yeah i mean it was it really encapsulated a time period yeah. i don't know if i could listen to that much nelly now but i see back, I, back when he was hot i listened back to his music it's pretty good still it, it holds up he is one of the eight hip-hop artists to have a certified diamond album just when diamond last year it's insane it's still getting <laughs> that's crazy who are the that's other seven ridiculous. i got you i'll look it up I was gonna say because I feel like Eminem's definitely on there. Yeah, and and like streams count for the sales too now. So Has anyone reached diamonds in the streaming diamond in the streaming era? What is diamond? It's like <laughs> oh, ten times platinum. MC Hammer, please Hammer, don't hurt him. Nineteen ninety went diamond. Pac's greatest hits, The Eminem Show. Okay. Life after death, LP one. All Eyes on Me, and Speaker Box the Love Below. That's a fucking hell of a list. Yeah, Minus that's, that's MC pretty... Hammer. I don't know what MC is. Hammer. That is, that is one. <laughs> How did MC Hammer go broke with a Diamond album? That's, that's even worse. <laughs> yeah, that is crazy. MC is super salty about his bankruptcy, though, so he might be uh, flaming us in the near future. Hey, if he, he can't fl- afford a lawyer to sue us, we can play his shit. Exactly. If he flames us, he's just giving us a free audience at this point. Hey, I will publicly go to war with MC Hammer. 
Do it. Hop on our Twitter feed. Go to war. <laughs> Just at MC at yeah. MC Hammer. You yeah. Bitch. At BODT <laughs> Pod. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know what? I'm gonna hop on my computer. I'm gonna go at him right now. At MC Hammer. You just gotta call him a broke bitch. See what happens. Do you guys want us to use want me to use our actual Twitter feed and just call him a broke bitch? Uh right now. Broke bitch. Okay. Fuck MC Hammer. Do you think Twitter he... handle is uh at B O T D underscore pod, by the way? Oh yeah, you gotta drop the Oh Twitter. yeah. If you if you wanna be a listener or an early adopter and you want on the show, just DM us. We'll let you on. Yeah, if you uh if you feed us a hot take, you will be featured. But, no, 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 we're going to call you beforehand. Your hot take has to be approved as hot enough. Yeah. Scalding. No cold takes. Burning. None of this. Warriors will win the finals. None of that shit. <laughs> Kings will win the finals. Now we're talking. Yeah, see, you say something like that. Like, I don't know. Okay, the king, Okay, the Kings won't win the finals in the next 50 years. That's a pretty cold take. Yeah, that, that's free. But okay, okay. So what do you want me to say to MC Hammer? At MC Hammer, all you have to say, you broke bitch. Are you guys sure about this? I told you I'm ready to go to war. <laughs> Fuck MC Hammer. Okay, Monon, you need this has to be unanimous. Maybe I mean if you guys are both down and down, maybe we should start with something milder, like are you still bankrupt, bro? <laughs> are you still bankrupt, brother? Yeah, are you still bankrupt, you broke, you broke, broke bitch? bitch. <laughs> you gotta end it with you broke bitch. Look, you're really on this you broke bitch thing. I mean, he's a broke bitch. If I go diamond and then I lose all my money, you can then call me a broke bitch as well. Hmm. You, well, to this... quote Jay Z, unlike him, or thirty million can't hurt me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's disrespectful. Thirty million can definitely hurt me. By the way, so. Wait, sh- wait, wait, Justin, wait, 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 should, sh- should we just post that to him? Unlike Hammer, 30 million can't hurt me. At MC Hammer. Yeah. Broke bitch. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so we know Luke is going to hop on our Twitter feed and throw in you broke bitch in there. Oh, don't worry. If you don't add him, I'm going to call him a broke bitch. That will happen. Okay, so I was just, hmm. Okay, so if Luke's not going to do it. All right, here we go. You, you, what do you want me to say? I'm doing it now. Just whatever your heart desires. <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll look at it in a bit. This is for Luke that I'm doing this. I appreciate it. I mean. All right, but uh, check us out on Twitter. DM us. Uh, oh, yeah, we're very active. iTunes, Pocket Cast, Google Play, Overcast. I think we're on everything at this point. Um. Yeah, I think we should wrap this one up. Retweet this, uh, you broke bitch, just to make sure MC Hammer reaches it. Hey, we gotta make sure he knows, you know? Every retweet counts. I swear to God, if this is the one thing we do that's trending... (laughs) I wouldn't be mad. I told you I'm ready to go to war. But anyways, yeah, let's wrap this up. Any final thoughts? Um, this was long. Yeah, um, see you guys next week. Hopefully there will be some more hot takes to provide. Alright, broke bitches. Okay. Peace. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I got one more hot take. The greatest movie of this year is about to be released next week. We gotta make sure we represent. 
and give that financial dollars to go see Black Panther. It's going to be Incredibles a... Incredibles 2 is coming out next week? No, not yet. Sure. No, no, no. This one, I mean, I love Incredibles 2, but man, Black Panther could be revolutionary in the movie theater industry. We've got to make sure we give it our dollars. It's black produced, um, black, like, uh, 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 people are the main features. It's 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 one of the biggest budget films for a black film that's ever happened. We got to make sure we give it our dollars, um, support diversity in the movie industry. Um, plus, it just looks like fucking awesome. So all the reviews yeah, in so it's far be are great. great for real. So that's if all. Any, that's uh, all if I got. any movie theater owners are listening, uh, maybe you guys can give out some free tickets to some underprivileged communities or anything. That'd be dope. Yeah. And there are a I'm lot. I'm definitely gonna go see it. It should be great. There are a I lot of pay go- for a movie in a while. I'll go pay for that one. I'm gonna pay for it twice, just on principle. Um, so yeah, definitely gonna go check that out. There are a lot of GoFundMe's out there. So if you guys uh, want to help someone out, help some of these pr- underprivileged communities out, just search them around. They're definitely out there. Um, anyways, that's it for this week. You guys just r- give us the wrap up, and we're out. Do we wrap up? That's I think us? yeah. I think we I think our show is wrapped. So. All right. See you guys next week. Doubt.